This is episode number 115 of the Life Strength and Health podcast. Kim here. Thank you for joining me this week. In this episode, we're going to discuss the dangers of toxic personal care products. But before we discuss that, this episode's testimonial is from Dana. And Dana said, amazing service. The consultation I received after my first session hit the nail right on the head with everything I was doing wrong. I fixed those problems right away and I'm feeling so much better and lighter. Everyone is so nice and welcoming and makes you feel so comfortable. Thank you, Dana, for those kind words and we wish you much health success. This week's Organic Food for Thought is on blue light. Blue light is a color in the visible light spectrum that can be seen by human eyes. Blue light is is a short wavelength, which means it produces higher amounts of energy. Blue light wavelengths are everywhere and surround us. In fact, they're the reason the sky appears blue. These short blue waves collide with air molecules, which cause the blue light to scatter and makes us process the sky as blue. They're also a natural form that helps to regulate the body's sleep and wake cycles, also known as your circadian rhythm. Blue light also helps to boost your alertness, elevate your moods, heighten your reaction times, and increase your overall feeling of well-being. Artificial blue light sources include electronic devices and certain types of lighting. As one of the shortest yet highest energy wavelengths in the light spectrum, the blue light flickers easier and longer than other types of weaker wavelengths. This flickering casts a glare that reduces your visual contrast, affecting clarity and sharpness. This can cause eye strain, physical and mental fatigue, and headaches if you use your electronic devices or sit in front of a computer all day, which a lot of people do, right? The medical profession is concerned about the exposure level of blue light for adults and children. And here are some interesting statistics. 43% of adults have a job that require prolonged use of a tablet or computer. 74% of teens between the ages of 12 to 17 use electronic devices. 70% of adults that regularly use electronic devices report symptoms of digital eye strain. And 93% of teens have access to or have a computer. And here are some things that you can do to help decrease your blue light exposure. You can invest in blue tech lenses, which are known as blue light filter glasses. These are available in three different indoor formulations. And these blue light lenses will help protect your eyes and reduce the amount of harmful blue light rays that reach your retina. Um, When you're staring at a digital screen, blink more often. Take frequent breaks from staring at electronic devices. Clean your screen as a smudge-free screen and dust-free screen helps reduce glare. And change your digital device background colors from bright white to warmer colors to reduce eye strain. And one thing that we recommend to our clients is a blue light filter that you can add on your computer or on your um, tablet or your smartphones. And uh, this will help during the later parts of the evening to filter out. It'll, you know, dim your screen and filter out that blue light. Especially if you look at your phone before you go to bed, you want to kind of take it down. And as I mentioned earlier, the blue light keeps you alert, gives you energy. So when you want to take it down at night, if you're having difficulty sleeping, it's probably best to 
not look at your phone, you know, an hour before you go to bed. I know it's, it's difficult. Um, sometimes it can be addicting. Put your phone in your away from your bed. Don't put it by your nightstand or put if you're going to have your phone by your nightstand. Also put it on airplane mode to block those harmful um, rays from the, the cell phone. But here are some things that you can do to, you know, limit the blue light exposure um, because we are in the digital age and it's kind of hard to kind of exist without the electronic devices. So uh, we have to find ways to combat that blue light that we're exposed to on, um, you know, a constant basis. OK, so that is this week's organic food for thought. So now let's dive into this week's episode. And in this episode, we're going to touch on the dangers of toxic personal care products. And in this episode, we're going to be sharing a part of a live training that we recently had for our private health community. And actually, this training we made available um, to all, you know, everyone. And then the recording, you know, is going to be archived on our member portal. So it's not available. The recording is not available to the public. But we're going to share a part of that recording where we discuss the dangers of toxic personal care products. And this is part four of a four part series on mastering your lifestyle change that is in our private health community. And this multi-part series is geared on how to live a holistic lifestyle. And we touch on very aspects of your health, of your home, to really show you how to make this a lifestyle and to sustain that, right? Because it, living healthy is a lifestyle. It's not something that you do for a short period of time. It's something, you know, what you do day in and day out. And it can, you know, you start small and you increase um, and you continue adding on those healthy habits until it becomes a part of your life. Okay, so without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Today, I'm going to be continuing with uh, the Master Your Lifestyle series, right? There's so many uh, challenges within um, the health field. Um, we're doing so many things wrong um, that we don't even know about. So when it, when it comes time to, to try to help people to fix these things, it, it can be overwhelming. So I was just thinking about the most practical way to go about helping people to live a natural um, lifestyle permanently and to elevate their, their health and to maintain it. So that's what led to me creating the Master Your Lifestyle series. And uh, today's going to be part four. The first three modules I did earlier in the year, then it got really busy. And I didn't have a chance to finish that, but um, but now I'm going to continue that path and, and finish and add on to it so that you can continue on your journey of in, improving things, right? I think it's important to understand that um, if, if you just take one thing, and we're going to get into this in a second, if you take one thing uh, that could be toxic to your system and you're doing everything the right way, it's not that big of a deal. But the problem is, is that, you know, uh, everyone is doing like a bunch of small little things that eventually add up to, to one big serious thing, to one big serious uh, problem. And uh, when we look at the one individual, we don't see the issue. But when you zoom out and you see that there are a lot of things in our life that uh, that we're 
kind of off or, you know, polluting ourselves with, then, then we can really understand and see what the, the true issue is. So um, let, let's jump into this. I'm going to share my, uh, my screen with you. Hang on for a second here. So like I said, uh, this is going to be part four of uh, our Mastering Your Lifestyle series. I am going to be very active uh, moving forward with this uh, this series because the more and more people that, that come in, I really see how much um, help people need. So I really want to try to play my role in helping people to, to transform their lives. Uh, part one was on... Um, we call it your healing laboratory. That was the kitchen detox, really learning how to go in and identify the things, excuse me, identify the things that aren't serving you and to eliminate those things and to organize your, your main source of healing, which is your kitchen, how to organize that properly and make sure you're filling it with the right things. Uh, and then part two, we got into um, fortifying your home. So uh, we got into, um, you know, uh, energetic pollutants, uh, air pollutants, uh, and a lot of and toxic ingredients and things like that. Um, products that could be um, just making your your environment not the best. So that's what we got into for uh, for part two, and uh, then in part three, we got into just understanding toxic products. Uh, and all three of these things can be found on our uh, membership platform. Uh, you can go back and take a look at those. I highly recommend them um, as we slowly, slowly bring you along. And uh, part four is on uh, like our health care, uh, our personal products, our personal care uh, products. So that's what we're going to get into today. Uh, so the last uh, webinar that I did when we spoke about um, personal uh, not personal products, but when we, when we spoke about just um, household products and cleansing products and things like that, uh, I gave you a website, um, ewg.org. Uh, and that particular uh, website, you can, if you're unsure if your uh, products are, are natural or not natural, uh, you can put those products into the database and they give it a score. And based on the score, you can understand if it's worth the risk of using or not. So they have a whole database with um, household products. And then they also have a database of uh, personal care products. So I'm going to share that information at the end of the webinar. Um, but just in general, uh, it's unfortunate, but it's true. A lot of the um, personal care products out there are toxic, unfortunately, uh, and the interesting thing about it is they're able to get uh, the toxicity passed um, from an FDA standard because it's in small amounts, right? Uh, so if, if you have a toothpaste, for example, and it has toxicity in it, it's in, it's in a very small amount. So that amount alone uh, can be approved. Uh, but if you have toxicity in your toothpaste, if you have toxicity in your mouthwash, if you have toxicity in your hand soap, if you have toxicity in your shampoo, it, start, it starts to add up, right? It starts to add up into, in, into a big problem. So while everyone is just protecting themselves, no one is looking at, at the bigger picture. And I think that that's a, a big problem that we have 
um, in our society, we don't look at things from a holistic perspective, right? People just kind of think about their own personal um, product or their own personal design, and they don't think about how that connects uh, to the entire planet or how that connects to the entire uh, uh country and culture and how it relates to other things that are going on with, with other products. No one is thinking about that. Everyone is in their own bubble um, trying to protect themselves and protect their bottom line. And we're not thinking on a universal level. Um, and that, and that's how I want you to, to begin to think, right? So uh, these are some of the proven things that a lot of personal products can cause hormone and organ disruption, uh, respiratory problems, weak immune systems, nerve damage, blood po poisoning, skin and eye irritation, skin burns, and even cancer, right? A lot of these uh, products have um, toxic chemicals in them that can contribute to cancer. So we're going to get into that a little bit. All right. One of the things that I think that is uh, very important to understand is that um, your skin is not just this outer um, barrier that protects you from, from the outside world. Your skin actually absorbs nutrients. It absorbs chemicals. Anything that you put on your skin, as you can see, your skin can absorb 60% of it. So your skin actually drinks. Uh, so that's why um, it's, it's important, you know, when, when what, what you're bathing in, what you're showering, what you're putting on your skin, just know that it's not something that you're putting on the outside and that's it. Know that your skin is consuming it, it's drinking it, it's eating it, right? So just in you knowing that, would that change uh, what it is that, uh, that you're putting on your body, right? Um, same thing with your mouth. Uh, your mouth begins to absorb things as soon as you put it in, right? Uh, a lot of times, uh, whether it's uh, medications, uh, whether it's um, herbs, They'll tell you to hold it under the tongue for 10 seconds, 30 seconds before uh, swallowing because you already begin to absorb it, right? So uh, one of the things that uh, we, we tend to do is we'll put a lot of toxic things in our mouth, whether it's a mouthwash or whether it's a, uh, a toothpaste. We'll put it in our mouth, not realizing that, you know, our body is absorbing those things, right? When we look at uh, something like a toothpaste, for example, um, if you look at the ingredients on uh, toothpaste, it says don't swallow. If you swallow, call poison control. Like it says it right on your toothpaste. Um, but we put it in our mouth and we are absorbing that, that, uh, that toxicity. Right. Take a look at this. This, this is um, in regards to uh, skincare. Right. Uh, these chemicals are absorbed uh, into your bloodstream within 26 seconds. So 26 seconds after absorption, your, um, I mean, 26 sec seconds after exposure, your body is already beginning to absorb those things, right? So just, just keep that uh, in mind. The average woman wears 515 chemicals a day from personal hygiene and cosmetic products. These chemicals are absorbed into the bloodstream within 26 seconds, right? So I want to get into some, some things here. I'm talking about uh, certain products very specifically. So uh, we were talking about toothpaste 
And we're going to get into uh, just some some toxic things in different ingredients. But before we get into those, um, I want to share this. uh, Let me see if I can find it really quickly here. Uh, Here it is right here. Um, I found this this uh, this chart. I was um, going to actually create something myself, but when I was looking at this chart, I actually thought that it was it was done really, really well, and I decided to use it. Uh, so I have to give credit where, where it's due. Um, I actually got this from, um, from Dr. McCullough. He had a really good uh, chart breaking down um, a lot of the main chemicals that are in a lot of these products. And when you look at the EWG, um, that is the, the company's uh, site that I'm going to be um, giving you and the Environmental Working Group, and they give things a rating, right? So when it's in the red, you know that it's highly hazardous. Uh, if it's in the yellow, you know it's moderately hazardous. And if it's in the green, uh, then we know that it's low. Right. So I I just want to go through a couple of chemicals. And I think that these are really important because what you're going to find is that if you start looking at a lot of the um, the products that you uh, currently have and that you're using, uh, you're going to find a lot of these uh, particular chemicals in them. So what I would recommend is to uh, make note of these and I would try to avoid um using them at all costs, like you want to try to completely avoid them, right? So dioxane, uh, that, that product is going to cause uh, kidney, uh, it can, kidney toxicity, right? Um, respiratory toxicity. And uh, it can also, just as far as like disposal, it can also uh, pollute our water. Uh, one thing that a lot of people know about is all of the different types of uh, parabens. So uh, these are the list of uh, parabens here, and you can see some of them are very uh, toxic. And in parabens, we're going to find those in a lot of different types of um, products overall. And uh, these can throw off your, your hormones. You see, it can mimic the hormone estrogen and can drive the growth of uh, human breast tissues. So we're going to get a little bit um, into that uh, a little bit more later, but uh, parabens are, are very toxic and you want to try to avoid those. As you see, a lot of times they're in uh, deodorants, they're in shampoos, tanning lotions, and in a lot of makeups. Phthalates, you want to try to avoid those. Highly toxic as well, uh, linked to birth defects, uh, problem with uh, male fertility, right? And also contributes to, uh, to liver toxicity. So these are other things that we want to try to avoid. And these are some of the things that it's found in as far as uh, ingredients are concerned. A lot of detergents. And we have uh, MIT. I'm not going to even attempt to, uh, to pronounce that. Uh, there, um, but it's it's popular in uh, shampoos, especially children's shampoos, and as you can see, it disrupts your nervous system, right, and um, prevents bacteria from developing. A lot of people don't realize that uh, we have good bacteria and we have bad bacteria. Everyone knows that this takes place in our digestive system. Everyone knows that we have 
uh, good and bad uh, bacteria in our inside of our digestive system. But a lot of people don't realize that we have good and bad bacteria on our scalps and on our skin. And we have to make sure that we have the proper balance. And a lot of the uh, the soaps, the anti uh, bacteria, bacterial soaps and uh, shampoos, those actually will destroy the good bacteria um, on our skin as well. Next thing we have is toluene. Uh, and you can see that here that's found in a lot of uh, fragrances. And you can see that's very highly uh, toxic. Impairs breathing, causes uh, nausea linked to anemia, lowering uh, blood cell counts, liver and kidney damage, developing problems in, in fetuses, and it also disrupts um, your immune system and contributes to, to cancer. And one thing that you're going to see a lot of, and it's this next one, is the triclosan. That's something that's uh, very, very common. And a lot of toothpaste, deodorants, antibacterial soaps, body washes, you know, all of these things. And these are some other some other names that that uh, that that goes by. Uh, sodium lauryl sulfate. Uh, they say up here um, EWG doesn't um, rank that uh, that high, but um, I w was reading a study on that, and it um, does contribute to to cancer as well as uh, skin irritation. See, they, they put that here, uh, skin irritation, organ toxicity, reproductive toxicity, uh, neurotoxicity, endocrine uh, challenges. So um, this is a common one. You'll find this in soaps. You'll find it in shampoos. You'll find it in um, hand soaps. You'll find it in, you'll pretty much find this in all personal products. You see here shampoos, toothpaste, uh, body washes, laundry detergent, bath oils, bath salts, liquid uh, salts, propylene, glycol uh, is another one. Say that this um, definitely disrupts um, skin and causes allergic reactions. So I just wanted to go through a couple of the the major um, the major things that are, are that are toxics that I thought that w it was important to uh, to bring up. So let's just kind of move along here, right? Um, deodorant. Uh, this is one of the things that uh, I was talking about in the beginning. And one of the major things, one of the major problems with uh, deodorant is the the aluminum, right? The aluminum is is linked to to tumors and breast cancer, uh, especially with women. You're putting this directly under um, under your arms. And this is going to uh, clog your lymphatic system. So these are the common things that are found in deodorants that we want to try to to avoid altogether. And then you see on the other side, these are uh, makeups and things like that uh, that we want to avoid. Everything seems to have uh, paraben, parabens in it, uh, petroleum, petrolatum, all of these things that uh, we want to try to avoid. Uh, next thing is uh, sunscreens. Sunscreens also have a lot of uh, toxicity in them as well. So that is the conclusion of this week's episode. Hopefully you enjoy the episode, but most importantly, you receive value from it. And if you are currently a member of our private health community, 
and you would like to access the full training, the video or audio download of the past training on the dangers of toxic personal care products, all you need to do is just log into your member portal. And you can do that by going to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash membership. Click the sign in button at the top of the page and then you can access your member library. And that's where the training is archived. If you're currently not a member of our private health community and you would like to learn more, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash membership and you can find out what that is all about. And for access to the show notes pages, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 115. And I will also list all the links that I just mentioned on the show notes pages. Okay. And if you are looking to, you know, optimize your health, from a holistic perspective, then maybe check out what we do at our Wellness Center of Life, Strength and Health. It's our mission to help people to look and feel their best naturally. And um, you can go to our website, which is lifestrengthandhealth.com. Click on services, click around, see what we have on our website. You can also check out other podcast episodes, our blog, and uh, find out more about what we do. Okay, so thank you for listening Stay tuned for the next episode and until next time, live healthier.